Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast is number 1608. The topic is training and the title is, Does Progression in Training Ensure You'll Reach Your Goal? Ooh. (laughs) So uh, I did a podcast recently, number 1605, so just a couple podcasts ago, and it was titled Social Media Impact on Fitness. In that podcast, I talked about people struggling to kind of understand or know if they're making progress in regards to like body recomposition, which would be like building muscle, improving muscle shape while also losing body fat. And that people often struggle with that process mentally. A listener, or um, uh, I guess not a viewer of the YouTube video because there isn't much to view, but a listener on YouTube commented, Great podcast, man. I think one of the best ways to know that you're recomping, gaining muscle and losing fat, is to track your progress properly with lifts rather than just staring at the mirror slash weight scale. If you're progressively overloading, then most likely your program is working. Social media very rarely brings this up. Loved it. Love that comment. Love, 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 love. I love when people participate. It's super exciting and fun. And they're right. Uh, very, like, very rarely do people talk about training progress as like an indicator as much as like the way you look or how much you weigh uh you know would be so i wanted to talk about it because when i read their comment i wanted to make a comment but i wanted to respond in kind of like a positive supportive way but as i went to respond i realized it wasn't just an easy yes it's not just a i can't just agree with that (laughs) and not because I'm stubborn, but like it it is definitely more of a yes than it is a no, but there are some like no elements in using training progress as a direct indicator of reaching your goals. And why? Like why, why is that? So I wanted to make a podcast about why there were some like no elements (laughs) and it wasn't just a straight yes. Um, the reason why is in progress in training typically means that you're improving the weight that you're using, the reps that you're performing, and or like a decrease in time, like you're able to do something faster. So that's pretty much what gets tracked is how much weight am I using, how many reps am I performing, and, and or am I doing something faster or more efficiently. Now there are a million other ways, you know, some somebody's doing mobility, maybe they have a stretch and they're like, okay, how many degrees of bend can I create in this, within this joint? And yeah, I know there's more out there. <laughs> so, you know, give me a break that I'm only listing three. Uh, but these are, I, I think are kind of like the big three in training. We try to lift more weight. We try to perform more reps or we try to do something in, in less time, like make it go faster. So training progressions are direct indicators of what those progressions relate to. So if I use heavier weight, then I might have gotten physically stronger or I might have gotten technically better. Maybe I improved my technique on the movement and therefore the strength that I have can be better used into a heavier weight load. So I didn't get any stronger. I might've just been better able to use my strength or I improved my confidence. Maybe I just feel more confident with the movement, so I'm okay to add five more pounds. I, I don't feel as 
you know, nervous about that. I don't try to like freak out and change the way I'm doing something because I just feel more confident. So typically if I add weight to something, I've gotten physically stronger and or technically better and or more confident. Then if I think about reps performed, like if I was able to increase the repetitions I was able to do, to some degree, strength could be part of that. You know, if I'm stronger, then I can perform one or two extra reps with the same weight. Now that depends on the rep range. You know, if I'm doing something and I got eight reps last time and this time I can do nine, then yeah, maybe I got a little stronger. If last time I did something for four minutes and now all of a sudden I can do it for four minutes and five seconds, I, strength probably was not, uh, you know, the most direct indicator of that. You know, five seconds at four minutes isn't as significant towards a strength uh, aspect component as like say going from eight reps to nine reps would be. So it depends on kind of the time and retention of the rep range. But it's possible that if you increased reps, you maybe have gotten a little physically stronger. It also means that you could have just gotten technically more efficient. You know, if, if I can use my current strength more efficiently, then maybe I can perform one or two more reps. Also, maybe I got more confident. If I feel more confident, then I was able to kind of push myself closer and closer to like absolute muscular failure. So if you notice... It's the same damn things. <laughs> so if I increase in weight used, I might have gotten physically stronger and or technically more uh, efficient and or more confident. If I increase my repetitions at the same weight, then I could have gotten technically stronger, physically stronger, could have gotten technical improvement and or more confident. If I perform something faster, if I did it more efficiently, if I kind of decreased time, to some degree, strength might have been helpful. You know, if you think of like a, a CrossFit Metcon, if I got strong enough to throw the, say, 35-pound kettlebell around a little bit easier, then all of a sudden I can go a little faster. So strength could make an impact. Now, if I improved marathon, you know, the running time of a marathon, strength might not have been as direct of an indicator. Can strength be important for marathon runners? You freaking bet it is, because <laughs> I train people who run marathons. Um, you know, the stronger you are, the the less the more efficient you are at the beginning, the less you break down. It has a ton of benefits. But we wouldn't typically think of... Uh, you know, if I ran faster in a marathon, I wouldn't initially think, oh, I've gotten stronger. To some degree, that's true, but it's not as much of a, like, direct, like, okay, yes, I fully understand, and it easily comes to mind as me being able to throw around a weight just a little bit easier, therefore I can go faster with it. You might, might have also made technique improvement. You know, if I can decrease the time in which I do something, it's because I was moving more efficiently. So uh, I train clients who do CrossFit, and we just got through the CrossFit, uh, like, open, like the open workouts. And we've talked about some, like, technical efficiency things where, you know, if, if they're getting out of a burpee to jump up to a bar, just kind of do it in one motion, don't stand there, uh, you know, don't stand there, take a breath, kind of use momentum to help you, you know, that kind of thing. So maybe they learn how to use momentum. And therefore, they can plow through something a little bit faster, decrease their time, just because of improving their technique. And then they also might have gotten cardiovascularly more efficient. So maybe they have, uh, they can, their basically cardiovascular system can do what they needed to do with more efficiency. Uh, that can take time, but obviously that's the point of training, <laughs> cardiovascular training. But that could have been a result. So if you notice in everything that was listed, everything I mentioned, what wasn't mentioned? Muscle growth, muscle shaping, and fat loss. 
So training progressions are great for indicating what's directly related to the performance elements of training. Strength, technical improvement, confidence, cardiovascular improvement. But they're not directly related to body recomposition. What's a great indicator of how strong I am? How heavy of a thing I can lift? <laughs> What's a great indicator of endurance? How long I can do something? If you want a direct indicator of how you look, you have to look at how you look. Photos. If you want a direct indicator of fat loss, you have to measure your fat. Not everything else, just your fat. So something like a DEXA scan is fantastic. So to get the most accurate indication of your progress, you have to directly measure what you want to progress. Training progression is one of many helpful direct and indirect indicators, along with photos, along with the weight scale, along with DEXA scans. So what should you track to ensure you're making progress? Well, what do you want to progress? What do you, what do you want the outcome to be? If you want to lift heavier things, then track how heavy the things are that you're lifting. If you want better endurance, track your, your time in order to perform a consistent stimulus. So if I want to run one mile or four miles or, you know, a 6K, can I improve on that singular event? So just pick one of them and then check them every four to eight weeks. Or check your heart rate. You know, you can see, okay, am I able to run the same amount of distance, the same amount of time, but my heart rate has gone down. That's a good indicator as well. If you want to improve blood work, check your blood work. <laughs> you know, if you want to improve your aesthetics, if you want to improve how you look, look at how you look. If you're feeling frustrated that you're not making progress, make sure you're tracking the right indicator. Get as specific as you know how to be. Get super specific to exactly what is happening. And part of it is, is that we can be unaware of what's actually happening. So, for example, in that example, in podcast 1605, we talked about somebody wanting to get stronger and look better. So they were tracking strength, like strength progressions in their training, and they were tracking body weight. Well, their strength is improving, so they know their strength is improving. <laughs> But their weight isn't changing, so they assume that their look-better goal isn't improving. But is body weight the best indicator of how you look? No, absolutely not. Body weight is a measurement of how much everything on you and in you weighs. That's all. Like that, that's what it, you're, you're weighing everything on you and in you. Not how fat you are. You're just weighing how much you weigh. Like, you're just, how much does this body weigh? <laughs> and this body includes fat, muscle, water, bones, food, hair, everything. Our body is more than just body fat. So when we weigh our body, we're weighing everything and body fat. So any and all or some of those elements could be changing. But your bones probably aren't changing, <laughs> unless you lost a limb last night. Uh, your fat could be changing, sure. Your muscle could be changing. Your water weight 
could be changing depending on what you ate, how active you are. Food could be changing. Maybe you ate something really slow digesting and it hasn't really left your system yet. Maybe you haven't eaten in a couple days, so all of a sudden you weigh a lot less. Uh, your hair, you probably didn't get a significant haircut. <laughs> so there are some things that aren't changing. There are some things that are changing, but there's more than just body fat. So any or all or some of those elements could be changing, but the net change doesn't indicate a singular element change. So if I go up or down one pound, that doesn't mean that a singular element of how much I weigh has gone up exactly one pound or down exactly one pound. The, the combination of everything that makes up how much I weigh has, has moved a pound up or a pound down. So body weight is not a direct indicator of how you look. If you want to track how you look, the best possible way to track how you look is to look at how you look. <laughs> Photos. I know I'm sounding like a total smartass, uh, but it's just to make it very evident. Nobody wants to be the before photo. Nobody wants to take a before photo. I know that because I am you as well. Like, like I train and exercise. I've been doing this since I was 15 years old. I'm 39, so 24 years. I still don't like taking photos. I still don't like taking photos because I don't look the way I wanted to look. I wanted to be a freaking professional bodybuilder and be paid to eat chicken and work out. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought my life was going to be when I was 15, 16 years old. I was like, I'm going to freaking crush it. I'm going to learn everything. I'm going to be super freaking jacked. I'm going to be a professional body, but I want to be 300 pounds, you know, 20 inch arms. Cause at that time I thought that was big, you know, and you're just like, man, that's what I want to do. So the inner me says, until I look like that, I don't want to take a photo because I don't want to look at the photo. It's ridiculous because I look at myself in the mirror every day. But when you look at a photo, it's like concrete evidence that exactly what you see in the mirror is actually the truth. It's funny that we can look in the mirror now and be like, meh. <laughs> you know, if I'm in a good mood one day, I can notice some changes. If I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, oh, I'm still disgusting and fat. So it changes based on our mood. But a photo is a photo. A photo is a photo. You, like, you look at it and you're like, damn, like, that's it. <laughs> you know? So I understand nobody wants to take photos. But if you want to track how you look, looking at how you look makes the most sense. Tracking body weight makes very little sense because it's not a direct indicator. It is an indirect indicator, sure. But is it a good measurement of how you look? No. No, it's not. So a DEXA scan can be something you can do. I've talked about a DEXA scan. If you don't know what that is, just Google it. And for most people, if you live nearish a big city, you could probably get access to a DEXA scan for like $50 to $200. You can get that done, you know, once or twice a year. And it'll actually tell you the exact weight, the exact amount of muscle and fat separately that you have on your body. So it is a one hell of a way to get uh, progress checked. So I live near Charlotte, North Carolina. So clients I have that are in this area, I send them to Charlotte and they get a DEXA scan done. It's better to do a DEXA. If you're not going to do photos, do a DEXA scan. Stop weighing yourself and do a DEXA scan or do the damn photos. The reason why is as you work and, and put in the efforts, as you track your training and you do see progressions, if you're tracking your nutrition and everything seems to be on point, how much you weigh is not an indicator of how much has changed. 
you could have lost fat and built muscle, storing more water in your muscles because now you're actually using the damn things. And who knows what's happening with the food. Your bones haven't changed. Your hair probably hasn't changed. But there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, you could have dropped fat and built uh, muscle and added water due to like glycogen storage within the muscle tissues. So your weight weight might not have changed at all, but there could be a hell of a lot that has changed. A DEXA scan is a direct indicator of that, and photos are a direct indicator. A photos are a direct indicator of how you look. DEXA scan is a direct indicator of how much fat you have versus how much muscle you have. So, does training progression ensure you'll reach your goal? Not necessarily. It's, it's, a, it's a good direct indicator for strength, technical improvement, and confidence and or cardiovascular efficiency. Sure, yes. But is it a direct indicator for muscle growth or muscle shaping or fat loss? No. So it's something you can use along with other things to use. But if you want a direct indicator, photos for the way you look, DEXA scan for how much muscle and how much fat you have. Okay? Cool. Well, thank you to the person who commented on YouTube. I absolutely love... Uh, participation in, in comments and stuff. It just really brings to mind a lot of cool, fun topics. So I really appreciate it. And um, I just thank you to everybody who participates in, in some way what, you know, I really do appreciate it. And I hope that podcasts like today help with uh, clarity of things. You know, it's a bummer when we feel frustrated, but yet we feel like we're working really hard and we're doing everything right. Uh, when it can be something as simple as we're just tracking the wrong thing. You know, if we were to track the right thing, all of a sudden we see what's really happening and then we're super excited again. So hopefully this was helpful. If you have any follow-up questions, always feel free to email me. You can email me anything. Uh, I try to get back to everybody within two weeks. So give me two weeks. <laughs> you know, be, be a little patient with me. Uh, but I will get back to you within two weeks. Okay. Uh, our email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you ever want to reach out. Then if you like our podcast, please share the podcast. When you share it, let people know that we answer questions for free. That's the whole point of the service of the podcast is anything you want to know, you get a free answer for it. And then thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. The podcast is a lot of money for hosting costs every year. Uh, the, the donations do cover some of that. So I do appreciate them very, very, very much. Thank you very much for the donations. And then if you like the information we share in our podcast, I always do share more information on our Instagram uh, you can uh, find us and follow us on there. Like today I just talked about on our pod, on our um, website, we have free information for correcting diastasis recti. We have free nutrition information for how to set up your own nutrition program, how to manage arthritis, uh, cholesterol, diabetes. We have a lot of free stuff on there. And I mentioned that on Instagram. So find us and follow us on Instagram, and then find us and follow us on YouTube as well. Okay, uh, as always, I hope this was helpful. And thank you for listening.